You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, listener. This is a podcast different than the rest. I have Dominique Laundry on here with me today, and she was dropping so many amazing gems before we even were officially recording the podcast that I was like, This has to be shared. So we are going to start the podcast with her first little gem drop, and this is also separated into two parts. There was so much wisdom, so much information that I separated into two parts, so it's kind of a little bit more bite-sized for you to absorb and listen and create the space to receive all the information that Dominique brought to us in this episode. So we'll begin with her gem drop number one. That was part of our conversation. You know, you know what, Katie, I think that's life. Like, I think that's the right way to do life is to be like, it's a continuous process of what am I doing? And is, do I like this? This is what we're going to talk about today. Right. But I mean, it's, we never get there it's not a destination it's about continually taking action and then assessing it's about assessing like you don't take action and avoid so first you decide what the hell's the destination anyways right like what what do I what do I what do I even want my life or my business or you know whatever to look like and then you just you start taking the action and then you assess and you, and you pivot. I think the one thing that's important to do is when you, when you're making changes, like when you're pivoting, that it's a pivot and not a, like, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Like you don't want to just, if you don't immediately get the results you're looking for, you don't be like, okay, well that didn't work. I'm going to do something completely different. It's about what about that did work. What about that could I improve on and making small, I think, small incremental pivots or or changes as opposed to like, so you keep one foot planted, right? When you're pivoting, you keep one foot planted in, okay, like I didn't just do all this for nothing. So what did I learn? What, What feels good? What doesn't feel so good? And then you change with the stuff over here, right? And then... And then you go from there. Oh my gosh, her words of wisdom were meant for me in our conversation, but they are so, so freaking powerful. So here is her gem number two, where I said, so what is our topic and focus today as we're talking? I always like to give us a bit of guidance. And this is just another gem that dropped before we were supposed to hit record. So here it is. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, what it is, like what I, what I, 
teach with my clients is how to create a life you love. Now that sort of sounds a little bit overused or something. It's actually how do you create the life of your dreams? But when you say create the life of your dreams, I'm afraid that that implies something that's unattainable or out of reach or not necessarily um, a, a goal, that there's a difference between a goal and a dream. But, but really what it's all about is how do we make sure that we, so how do you create a life that you love? How do you, what, what does a life, what does it mean to create a life you love? It means a life that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning, excited about whatever you have going on that day. Isn't, isn't that the life of your dreams? Like, isn't the life of your dreams, a life that gets you excited to jump out of bed every day. And so it involves when, when you're, when I'm working with my divorce clients, when I'm working with women who've been through separation and divorce, it absolutely involves taking back your life. That's why I, I loved that title because it, it's an active thing. Like it's a, it's a, it is a, rec- a reclamation. Um, and that's because we live our lives on autopilot. We're, we're no, most of us aren't raised to create our lives. We just consciously or subconsciously just take what we're taught that we just to take what life hands you and make the best of it. And um, whether that's like where you, where you're going to live or what you're going to do for a profession or who you're going to marry or whether you'll marry or whether you'll have kids. Like we don't, no one tells us at least, I mean, my parents didn't. And most of the people that I interact with, no one says, you get to choose whatever you want. You get to create a life exactly the way you want it. And it doesn't have to look like anyone else's life. And it doesn't have to um, fit anyone else's expectations. You get to create exactly what you want. It can look like whatever you want it to look like. Instead, we just sort of take what comes and we're like, okay, let me digest that. Let me sort of work with that. And, you know, everything from, um, I mean, who we marry. Uh, I didn't ask myself, I was 21 when I met my first husband. I didn't ask myself at 21, what do I want in a life partner? (laughs) It's not, it's like, oh, this is a nice guy. He just fell from the sky. You're like, oh, he's nice. He's cute. He makes me laugh. Do you want to marry me? Oh, sure. I mean, that's a little more flippant, but not much, right? It's kind of like, yeah, okay. And so then all of a sudden, 30 years later, you wake up and you're like, how did I even get here? Like, whose life even is this? But it's it's like these tiny little, I'm going to call them non-choices that we make of not making a choice is also making a choice of just taking what comes without asking ourselves, is this really what I want? Is this going to allow me to create the life of my dreams? And then when shit goes sideways, so this is what happens is a marriage ends. We lose a job. We, we, or someone we love has like a a really serious illness or we lose someone close to us. Or like someone our age dies too young. And all of a sudden we're like, wait a minute. Is this what I want? Is this all there is? Um, 
And that's when it gets fun. That's when it gets exciting. So the worst tragedies in your life can often be the catalyst. What seems like the worst tragedy at the time can often be the catalyst for waking up to the fact that your life has been on autopilot because we don't realize it. We're just living life. We just think that's that's what everyone else is doing. That's what we're supposed to do. And once you wake up to it, once you're like, oh, wait a minute, I get to choose what I want my life to look like from the, from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. I was just talking to my son. My son's 22 and trying to find himself. And I was just talking to him about this before we came on the podcast. And he said, I wrote it down. He said, um, the micro defines the macro. So the, the, the smallest choices that we make all kind of like stack on top of each other. And before you know it, you're in a job you don't love, in a marriage you don't love, you're, you live in a city you don't love, you're, you know, you're all of a sudden, you realize that you're really unhealthy or, you know, whatever it is. But that didn't happen overnight that wasn't one decision it sometimes it feels like one decision yeah yeah oh my god clearly I married the wrong person but that's not it it's just this series of small choices so all of that to say I mean now we're right in the soup but I do love the idea of taking back your life but there's it what first you have to come to the realization that you, you didn't own it, that you, that you weren't already, you hadn't yet claimed your life, right? There's something, something has to happen, right? For you to realize it. Yes. I love all of this and all of this listener. This was not meant to be in the podcast. We were just talking. <laughs> and as I'm listening to me, I'm like, nope, this is in there. This is it. However, I can fit it in there. So even though we're several minutes into the podcast at this point, I'm going to take a moment to pause and introduce Dominique. (laughs) So welcome, Dominique. I am so excited to have you on the podcast. We have already, before we even like officially hit record, already so much value in everything that's being said. So I am just thrilled to have you on. Can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Mm, I would love to. Thank you. I could talk about this stuff all day long. So that's what <laughs> that's pointing in one direction and off we go. Um, so I um, am a lawyer and a divorce mediator and um, and a life coach. And I've come to this place in my life where I realize that all of the uh, training, all of the work that I've done as a lawyer and a mediator and all of the life experience I've had have put me in this perfect place to um, uh, walk, accompany my clients through separation and divorce and um, allow them to take back their life, allow them to get excited about their life. And in, look, I'm emotional just talking about it. Um, Beautiful. Oftentimes when, um, and I know it was this way for me, when, uh, shoot, okay. I wasn't anticipating this. When um, 
women is, I mainly work with women in my coaching business. And when women come to the end of a marriage, we feel like we failed, first of all, at like, not just the marriage, but like life. We feel like we have this one chance to create this beautiful life and we lost that chance. And the danger in that is that you think, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to settle for whatever now, right? I had big dreams for this beautiful relationship and this beautiful family and this beautiful life. And I effed that up. So now I'm just going to settle for like whatever comes and I'm just going to, you know, I don't get to dream big anymore and I don't get to get excited about my life. I'm just going to, I'm just going to like martyr myself. I'm going to raise my children as a single mother and I'm going to like, right. But the truth of the matter is to me, that's a wasted and we wasted the experience of what the marriage was intended to teach us in the first place. And so I love watching my clients come back to life after divorce and realizing that one, nothing was a mistake. Marriage wasn't a mistake. The divorce wasn't a mistake. Nothing was a mistake. It's all going to serve you. And what do you want to do now? What, what, now that you realize what it looks like when you live your life on autopilot, what are you going to do about it? Uh, how are you going to um, take back your life? It, it, it absolutely fits perfectly. Anyway, that's what I do. And uh, I love, so, it, it took me uh, 20 years as a lawyer to discover mediation, to discover a way to take my law degree and to do something that I love with it. And so um, I just get super excited about being able to do uh, none of that was for waste, right? To be able to take all of that and do something uh, that really lights me up with it. So that's who I am. That's what I do. And I, and I cry. <laughs> that's beautiful crying okay <laughs> crying is so allowed absolutely 100 percent. cry all you need to thank you so much for sharing there is so much passion there is so much energy in everything you're saying and i can just feel it like through the zoom screen i can Whoa. feel it coming off of you and listener i hope you can feel it too because it's so amazing this energy that dominique is bringing today and it's just, I just have this big smile on my face right now because when we started talking, I asked Dominique what her sign was. Um, and she said she was a Leo. And if you haven't listened to the Leo season podcast with Brini yet, go back and listen to it because Leo is all about being the sovereign in your life, taking back that power, being the queen, being the king, being that sovereign of your life. And everything I'm hearing Dominique say is saying that is what she does. She supports people in becoming the sovereign of their life. And what you were saying kind of before I was like, okay, well, let's introduce you because we've got all this value coming in. Let's introduce you to the listener and then keep going. And you were saying that, you know, taking back your life, but first you have to realize that you, you aren't stepping into your role as the sovereign of your life, right? You have to realize that you can be the sovereign. You can take back your life before you can actually take it back. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think people don't realize that they're not, like, I don't know whether you want to say owning it or, or like, 
the, the very nature of being on autopilot is that you don't realize you're on autopilot. You think you're living your life. You think you're making decisions consciously. It's not until you one day wake up and realize you, you don't love it. It's not, it's not where you thought you'd be at a certain point. And as I said, we can put it in all the contexts, a marriage, a job, your health, like whatever, um, even where you live, I suppose you could have lived in a city your whole life and you just wake up one day and you're like, what, what am I even doing? But you wake up one day, like while you're in it, you don't think I've given up my life or I'm, I'm not sovereign over my life. You, there's not that awareness. That's how you get there. That's how you get kind of lost is that you, you don't even realize that you're not being sovereign, that you're not being deliberate. Um, and once, and, and fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, the wake up happens, usually some something external. What does Brendan Burchard say? Change comes from either something external or something internal. So external is things like losing a job or losing a loved one. And internal would be like, you know, I don't know, turning 40. I mean, that's, maybe that's a bit external too, but there's something that causes you to evaluate. Where am I? What does my life look like? And do I love it? And, and Oftentimes, if we've been living on autopilot, I think the answer is no. I think not in all aspects, anyways. Absolutely. I uh, I just wrote this email the other day about listening, and you know the big question of is it was are you listening? Because yeah. so often we're in that autopilot where we're going and we're going, and we have our intuition, that inner you know guidance system trying to speak to us through the way of our emotions, our anger, our sadness, our frustration, our irritation. But because we're on autopilot and we're not actually listening, we're missing out on all of that. And then what happens? Life like jolts you. It's like you get hit by lightning because life is like, come on, I'm shaking you here. Wake up. Yeah. What are you doing? This yeah. is not serving you. And that email for me actually stemmed from Earlier this year, I took a job. I'm at a spot doing massage. And, you know, I've had my massage license for, um, you know, I don't even know how many years, like almost 10 years now. And I've always done massage here and there, but never at that capacity where it was like my job. And I did it, you know, multiple days a week and multiple sessions a week. And I actually just recently quit, like just last week, quit. Um, because I realized that I took the job in autopilot. I took the job because I needed to pay the bills. I took the job because it fell in my lap and it, you know, could pay the bills. But it wasn't serving me because I would find myself drained of energy. I would find myself waking up in a bad mood because I had to go, you know, like it was just not serving me. And it took a bit of chaos at the end of June for me to realize hey, this is not working for me. And I don't know what that means if I quit, but I can't keep going forward, right? I woke up. And, and I think it's funny because sometimes we can be awake in certain parts of our life, but certain parts we're in that autopilot and we can't see. You know, like I'm very awake to my emotions and I'm very awake to my nervous system fluctuations and my family life and things like that and what I want in my business. But when it came to that job, I was asleep. 
because it was paying the bills. It was letting me get by. There wasn't anything major like jumping out and jolting me. So I wasn't listening to the small little signs, right? So I kept making those small choices to not listen to what was coming up for me and to keep going because it was paying the bills. Until it got louder and you couldn't not listen. Exactly. That's what the universe does, right? It gets louder. But I love what you said. It fell into your lap. And, and how do we know? I mean, when things, when opportunities present to us, I mean, they're opportunities. They serve a purpose. Like it makes sense that you would have taken it. And here's what, here's what I love about this. <laughs> Every moment is an opportunity to make a new choice. Just because you made a choice doesn't mean you're stuck in that choice. And like, how do you know if something's meant for you? Try it, right? And so that's what you did. You're like, okay. So there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being like, yeah, okay, I'm going to date this boy that just fell out of the sky. I'm going to try this job that just presented itself. And But as you say, it's this, it's this evaluation and this assessment that after you've after you've made the choice, so so while you make the choice, you ask yourself, does this serve me? Like, is this a good choice? And it's all about liking your reasons, right? So even if it's not, let's say you were looking for a different job or this, a job as a massage therapist in another, you know, studio or whatever, it's okay to be like, okay, well, I wanted A, but I've got like a slight version of A. It's not, it's not ideal, but I'm going to try it. The fact that you ask yourself, do I want to take this job? Will it serve me? That in and of itself is taking, is taking your life back. That's living deliberately. Most people just don't even think of people who grow up with family businesses. Yeah. And they're just from the moment (laughs) they're out of the womb, they just know they're going to work in that family business. It's not a question. It's not a discussion. They don't entertain anything else until they realize at some point, "Mm, this isn't working for me. I'm not happy with this. So it's not about living deliberately or taking your life back. Doesn't mean you live this perfect enchanted life where everything unfolds exactly as you want it to. It's just about living each moment deliberately and making your choices consciously and deliberately. And you make a choice, you live with it for a little while, and you're constantly assessing whether it serves you, whether it lines up with with the sort of master blueprint, if you will. Like, where am I even going, right? And what's important to me? And what goals do I have for my family and for my business, And right? So it's part of this bigger blueprint. And so you constantly evaluate whether it's fitting in the blueprint. And when you come to a point where you're like, yep, nope, not working, then you just make a different choice. Nothing's gone wrong. That's exactly what living off autopilot looks like. It's making choices. And then and every moment, I use this as an example with my clients. Let's say you're, it always comes back to health and fitness. I don't know why, but we, we all know so well how to follow like a, you know, an eating plan or a diet plan. Yeah, yeah. So let's say you're trying to lose some weight and you, you're out with friends and you have dinner and you decide, the waiter says, you know, do you want dessert? You can just, you can just, or the waiter comes with a tray of dessert, right? You can sort of, you can either just take the dessert or you can ask yourself, do I want this dessert? 
does having this dessert fit in with my, uh, with my plan, with my, with my eating plan? You decide, yep, you know what? I was good all week. I'm going to have the dessert. So the dessert, you've made a choice. You've ordered the dessert. The dessert comes. Guess what? Another chance to choose again. Just because the dessert came doesn't mean you have to eat it. Do you make another choice? You're like, ooh, that's a big dessert. So do I still want it? Yep, I do. Or I don't. Like, there is no wrong answer, right? So you decide, you take a bite. You're like, oh, that is delicious. Do I want to take a second bite? Like, just because you ordered the dessert doesn't mean you have to eat it in its entirety. Every moment is another opportunity to be deliberate in the choices you're making to decide whether it, whether it when I say whether it serves you, meaning is it is it getting you closer or further from the master plan? And there's no wrong choices because every moment, doesn't Esther Hicks say that? Um, I think so. You never get it wrong because you're never done. There's no like, oh my gosh, there we go. I ate the dessert, done. I'm never going to try to lose weight again. Like that's preposterous. And so, yeah, I, 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 I think the only mistake we can make is in not choosing, like in, in sort of somehow being passive and not, not, it's not just not asking yourself the question, but you ask yourself the question and like, oh, I don't know. Not choosing is also a choice, right? Yeah. Like not yes. choosing is also a choice. So I think it's, it's really just about, and once you have that awareness, right? Like once you know that you get to choose, you are sovereign. And this is the thing, right? It's the difference between um, realizing that life is happening for us in, rather than to us. When, when we realize that we actually, it's our choices, not what comes to us, not what falls into our lap, but what we do with what falls into our lap. That's what allows us to realize I'm responsible for creating my life. So if I don't love it, guess what? It's not up to somebody else. I'm not powerless. I'm not a victim to life. I just got to make different choices. And, and I'll like my life better. So that's where that empowering, you know, that um, I was looking at, uh, at your, I wanted to use some of the words in the description because I wanted to tie it into your listeners and for your podcast. And you say like, well, you say living free and fulfilled with which I can't think of anything. I mean, how do you get fulfilled? You got to have to ask yourself, what the Absolutely. hell fills my cup, right? Like what, yeah. w- what will it take? What does my life have to look like? So I feel fulfilled, but you say live life your way today. So that presupposes that you have to be what's my way today today yes today because every day is another chance to do it but I just don't I just don't think I I know here oh okay here's the other thing so hey there listener what did I tell you tons of gems we continue the conversation in part two episode 46 hit that next episode to continue listening and receiving all this beautiful information from Dominique